Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I pledge to every citizen of our land that I will be president for all Americans. And this is so important to me. You've just tuned in to the greatest podcast nobody's ever heard of. DNR Radio. And welcome to another weekly edition of Hell, commonly referred to as DNR Radio. I'm Ross, that's Darkside. <laughs> What's up, brother? Uh, my blood pressure lately, my blood pressure. How about you? Uh, pretty much the same, dude. I'm just living week to week lately. <laughs> I, I've, I've got nothing going for me, so uh, this, is pr- this is pretty much my weekly it. <laughs> Well, the, the, your 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 trolling has has been a, a little. Uh, I mean, God, you wound up trolling my page. We're gonna get into that because I'm actually a little um, uh, not not irked. I'm a little concerned about you, dude. I really, uh, you am. know, I, just, I can like be compassionate. About you. I can be compassionate. So, uh, what what Darkside's referring to is that I took a trip uh, to uh, the the. Wonderful country of Mexico, our uh, friends to the south, uh, on the other side of the Rio Grande. Uh, yeah, so it's like a stone throw from you. Yeah, it kind of is. So I, I took a, a, a fifteen-minute drive uh, through uh, Westlaco, Texas, and then uh, went down International Drive all the way down to the uh, Nuevo Progreso Bridge, uh, where you can park on the U.S. side for two dollars. And then walk across. And they have turnstiles. It costs you 50 cents to cross from the U.S. into Mexico. 50 cents. That's it? Yeah. You got to put 50 cents in the turnstile. Walk through. No border control in Mexico. So you can just walk across and you don't have to report anything because there's nobody there to report anything to. There's no no border guards. Right. Mexico has no border guards. Okay. They're not protecting their border. So you go across. And and uh, while you're walking across the bridge, uh, once you get over to the Mexican side and the bridge comes lower down to the ground, you start seeing baseball caps being stuck through the railings of the bridge. Now, mind you, the uh, bridge is covered, right? The walkway is covered, and they have slats uh, from the concrete railing all the way up to the awning. So you cannot see out through the slats and they're slanted upwards so uh you can't uh, uh see your um, yeah so you can't look down onto the ground and and see the people down there uh, but they're sticking their hatch through and señor dinero por favor señor dinero dinero por favor señor and and really? yeah hand after hand and little kids old people uh it just and then the second you get out of that awning there's guys giving you business cards asking you if you need dental work. Dental work. Den- dental work. Like roadside dentists? Like, like they, got going on? they will walk you to their dentist friend who is a licensed dentist 
and and they perform dental procedures at a fraction of the cost of U.S. dentists. Huh. Yeah, like straight up, though. I mean, is it like a I mean, obviously, you probably didn't go check out the office and see if they have the sheepskin on the wall. But I mean, is it? No, they, no. They, I mean, they yeah. Take you to mug you or something? No, they, they, they don't, because this town in particular uh, thrives on the tourist dollars. Now, for a town right. that thrives on tourist dollars, they're going to have real doctors there because they don't want to kill anybody because they want you to come back, right? Uh, but huh. the place is is uh, a crap hole. I mean, for lack of a better term, it's a complete crap hole. I mean, the buildings are not well maintained. The streets aren't maintained at all. There's no traffic lights. Uh and and you know uh, just how you picture it when you're when you're seeing uh, uh, shows or, or movies and you're like oh that's so stereotypical but it is you see the 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 mangy uh, stray dogs walking down the street uh, with a broke tail <laughs> yeah it, it really it's it's sad and then uh, they have these cobblestone sidewalks that are half broken and cracked and. Uh, they got people who have their junk trinkets, you know, that they get off the back of a truck somewhere or they, uh, 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 or whatever, and they're selling them, you know, Senor, you want jewelry? Senor, you want candles? Senor, you want you want Jesus? You want a, a wooden cross of Jesus? I made it myself. And on the back it says made in China. So <laughs> it's, you know, and, and guys go down there because they think they can get drugs like Cialis and Viagra at a, at a, a discount. Uh, and and they're fake usually, and sometimes it's sugar pills or, but they're never really the uh, real uh, medicines. Okay, so this is the same town we were discussing last week. Now, obviously, last week you hadn't been yet, right? But you were you you were saying this was a tourist town, and that's right. where you can go get the Viagra and like you know the amoxicillin and stuff right. like that, and bring it back over. But now that you went and explored. You found out that it wasn't what it was cracked up to be. Well, I found I found that some of the like that, right? yeah I found out that some of the drugs are indeed fake, and that you have okay. to go and maybe so you're not going to be bringing me a doggy bag of Viagra, are you? No, because they're fake. So uh, <laughs> okay, there there are some that are real, and you have to find which places to go to. So the right. the the guy who was going to go with me is one of the guys that I work with, right? So he lives right by the border uh, on the U.S. side. And uh, he wound up not being able to go. And then, you know, as I'm crossing over the bridge, he finally gets back to me. And he's like, listen, just do what you're going to do and get out of there. Because I heard from a buddy of mine that there's supposed to be a huge gang fight in Progresso this weekend. I was like, really? Are you serious? Yeah. So uh, I was just going to ask you if there's any kind of tension uh, being so close to the border with everything that's going on in America. And, you know, uh, there usually uh, isn't. they usually there usually there's not any issues, mm-hmm. but right. because of uh, situations in another part of Mexico uh, where they killed the head of one of the local cartels, so now there's a power struggle. So now all these cartel people are killing each other, and it's spreading to some of the other locations that puts some people in jeopardy. Now, are you nervous being down there? You know what? I was, I don't know, nervous, but I was uncomfortable. I've never been around such... I'd be uncomfortable too. ...such abject poverty in my life. And you believe me, I've been around, I've been around poor people before, okay? This made poor people look rich. This really did. (laughs) 
Uh, this this made see, the beggars in like, New York City. When you posted that on Facebook. When you yeah. posted that on Facebook, I was like, <clears throat> and I'm not trying to sound crass or like a dick or anything like that. Oh no, like, you don't have to. It just oh comes God, naturally. Russ is gonna turn. Russ is gonna turn. <laughs> yeah, I was like nervous for it, so I posted something, and uh, I did. I didn't post. I didn't post what I did to to go fishing for liberals. I really, truly didn't. I didn't go trying to troll your buddies or anything. No, but you I found was one. Your stones. And all of a sudden, somebody bit, dude. <laughs> he did. That, he didn't just bite with you. And then, then he bit with my brother, too. And my brother un un unlo unloaded with both barrels on him, too. I saw that. I backed myself out. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, when I saw he was starting to come back at me, and I kind of put one back out of him, and I'm like, wait a second. I'm doing this on Russ's page. I don't know this guy. <laughs> I don't know if he's, like, a really good friend of Russ. I don't want to piss this guy off. I don't want to piss off Russ. So... I backed myself out, and then you sent me a text saying that I, I seemed like I was flip-flopping. I'm like, I wasn't flip-flopping, dude. I was backing myself out of an argument. I didn't want to start crap. Listen, if that was like a USA Today post that you would put up there, oh, I'd still be going at it right now. I'd still be fighting that battle. But, uh, hey, man, out of respect for you, I backed out. I, I went I went soft, I guess you could say. Well, being that that often happens to you anyway, I appreciate that. <laughs> that's why I was gonna about the right. That's why I was gonna bring it back a doggy bag, right? So, yeah, uh, it just it, you know. So I went to one of the tourist traps, and uh, you can see you know the stores there. It's called El Disco. So they have uh, the 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 little wooden uh, trinkets. Uh, they had the you know those Mexican skulls, and they had them painted with American football team logos on them. <laughs> so, so they're really going for the target audience. yeah they they really are so i was looking for a jets one i didn't see one uh they did have the patriots though and i almost dropped it and then i saw if it breaks you bought it and i was like no i'm not doing that so i left it alone yeah, was it like a dollar no it was actually like you know eight or nine bucks uh all right well did they, they had have any Tampa Bay Buccaneer ones? Uh, and they did have a Tampa Bay Buccaneer poncho. Oh, uh, no. I think I'm good with that. You don't want the poncho? I don't think I'd rock the poncho. I don't know if I'd rock the poncho. Uh, maybe. Well, being know. that they don't make jerseys in my size, the Jets poncho probably would have done good for me. Would have looked like a moo, -moo on me. That would have been great. <laughs> Now, did you take any pictures while you were down there? Did you bring the camera with you? Well, your cell phone? I obviously. brought my phone, but the second I turned it on, it jumped to the Mexican cellular service, and I got a text from AT&T saying, hey, for an extra two ninety eight a month, you can have unlimited texting from Mexico. I turned that phone right back off. I said, no, Hell thank yeah, you. Dude. No, thank you. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I – I seen a I seen a T-shirt online one time and it was uh, it just said I'm huge in Japan, or I'm you know there was one I'm huge in China you know and that's basically poking fun that they're you know uh -huh. shorter people and whatnot. I could just imagine you walking around that town like just this big lumbering dude. Yeah, all these little short fellas. Because they they make the sidewalks between the street vendors and the store openings. It's only about a foot and a half, two foot wide, and they're fitting two or three <laughs> across, and I'm like pushing. I'm pushing these booths out of the way. They're cramping my style. You know what I mean? I just, <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm going through it. You know, remember that, 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 that video game rampage 
where you had the Godzilla and the gorilla. You have to climb the buildings and break them up. Uh, some of the listeners would remember it. That's what it was like. I got to walk through and I'm just I'm just breaking stuff, you know, and they're like, senor, you need sombrero, senor, you need dental work, senor, Viagra, Viagra. <laughs> see, here's the thing. I wouldn't want to see your pictures. I wouldn't want to take all the pictures you want. Those wouldn't interest me. I want to see the little fella following behind you taking pictures of you walking through the town. Yeah. That's what I'd want to see. And there probably yeah, were a bunch of them. Big dude just walking around. They don't. They don't get that size often down there, and if they do, it's usually La Federales. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. So you you had like an intimidating presence to these people, I assume. I did too, a couple of them. I mean, you know, they're they're uh, business people. They're just trying to make a buck. So uh, come the end of it, they really they really don't care. They just want your money. That's all it's about. And just like any other tourist there. It's like going to Times Square. But it was, to me, it was like Times Square on steroids. Right? Oh, you're, you're, you didn't feel uh, in danger at all, did you? Like you were, like somebody was going to come up and jack you or anything? No, no, no. I didn't, I didn't feel that. I just, I felt claustrophobic. I felt uncomfortable. And then with my friend telling me that it may uh, be some violence there, I was like, I don't need to get into some kind of situation in a foreign country and not be able to get back. So uh, that, that I wound up, yeah, totally. uh, I did, I took a tour down one side of the street, came up the other side of the street. I was like, you know what, uh, maybe if I had more time and there wasn't such a threat of violence, I'd be able to shop around a little more and look at stuff. Uh, and then I came back and it cost uh, 25 cents to cross from Mexico into the U.S. Oh, so, cheap fees. Yeah. And then, and then nice. of course, you have to go say hello to uh, Homeland Security there, you know. Now, you didn't tell Paulette about the uh, threat of violence, did you? And the reason why I ask you that is because if I was in your shoes uh, with such a drastic move, strangers in a strange land, and, you know, you're down there, you're setting up camp, she's back here, she's getting ready to head on down there. You know, I'm sure she already has her nerves up about her, about the whole move and everything like that, excitement, anticipation, uh, fear of the unknown, everything all mixed into one. By telling her that there's like some kind of gang violence in your backyard, you, you know, that might freak her out. You didn't tell her, did you? Not until after. Oh, you did tell her. I told her after. I said, you know, she's like, why were you so quick? Well, uh, it wasn't the first time she asked the, that question, right? So, uh, right. Uh, I, so I uh, told her what was going on. I told her about what was going on over in Reynosa. Because that's a town that I have to visit because that's going to be part of my job description is uh, dealing with the safety of the Mexican branch of our company. So uh, I'm going to have to go down to Reynosa and, and manage their safety as well, except that's the actual town that the cartel leader was killed in. So that's ground zero right now. So I'm not going anywhere near it for a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say your company wouldn't be sending you right in there now, would they? I mean, that would be absolutely insane. No, I, I would. I mean, you know, the, the owner of the company would be the one driving with me because I'm not driving my car down. First off, I can't. It's not insured for Mexico. Second off, no idea where I'm going there. And third, uh, unless it's a curse word, I really don't speak much Spanish, so he, he would have to go with me. Well, well, good for you. You're a brave man, Russ. You are a brave man. Well, it depends on the money. I could be as brave or as chicken crap as you want, depending on the cash. 
Yeah. It's so weird what a what a week does because like last week I had these the way you were describing what you thought it was and I'm sure you were getting some of the information from, you know, second, third hand from other people, but I, I just had this like uh, vision in my head the way you were describing that little Mexican town of a nice quaint little, you know, Mexican Right, you got mariachi music uh, in the background, right, you know. Yeah, and then now to hear that it's like a third world crap hole. It really is. It puts a whole different spin on it, dude. Dude, like I told you, man, it was like Calcutta. I mean, you know, you see the 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 descriptions or the videos of like uh, Calcutta, India, and and it's like, how can people live like this? Well, no, there they are. We don't know how good we have it in this country until you go to another one and you see how right. bad they have it. I mean, horrible. See, that's that's what I was trying to say, like with the whole trolling session with your friend. You know, I, I mean, it started off with kind of a jab. I don't have it right in front of me, but it was no, well, it was a little jab, and I got it. Stone, you call me hey, snowflake, you're right? Snowflake, because you feel, you know, you feel bad for these people. And then he started coming back with all these, you know, like you know, trying to make me feel guilty. And I'm like, wait a second here. What it all boils down to is luck of the draw, and, and we can't feel bad about luck of the draw. It, it, in the cosmic twist of fate, we could have been born in that town, and that could have been us sitting there with a one-legged, broke-tailed dog begging for pesos, but it didn't. We were born here in America. We were lucky enough to be born here in America. I worked my ass off to get where I am from, you know, from my beginnings to where I'm at now. I'm, listen, I don't have a palatial estate and a Ferrari in the driveway, but what I have, I earned and I worked my ass off for it. I can't lose sleep over every single woe is me story. And I'm not trying to sound like a cold hearted dick about it, but that, that was my point with my back and forth with him is like, hey, dude, listen, man, things are tough all over. I mean, it is what it is. I, I can't feel bad about that. Well, no, I mean, I can feel compassion for other human beings that really have to suffer like that because their governments don't have enough control of themselves to be able to manage the citizenry. And that's an issue. Like right. as dysfunctional as we are as a country, how, how divisive and, and bipartisan we are and, and how everything has gone down in the past six months since uh, President Cheeto took over, that uh, people have uh, a really uh, 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 no understanding of, of how lucky they really have it. And they need to count their blessings and put stuff like this petty pretend racial divide away that Obama created for eight years and, and his cronies. And, and there's this hatred for trump no matter the fact that he's following through on nearly every campaign promise he made and and yet he's still being called a liar because people can't stand the fact that he's got an r after his name so you know these little stupidity uh, arguments just when you look at it in a bigger scheme of things we're we're uh, so lucky and so blessed in this country we really are and i'm gonna forego the fact that you just called him president cheeto i'm gonna let that one slide by the way just to give you a heads up well yeah, i mean on that one. i mean are you spending but enough time in mar-a-lago 
I, I, yeah, but dude, that's that's you know that's that's the liberal war chant. So I'm not gonna bust you about that one, there, snowman. But we're talking compassion. Compassion is a human emotion. I get that. I'm not denying it. You know, if I was down there, listen, I've I've been to some pretty slummy places. I went to Mexico once. I, I went to Jamaica, you know, and the, the touristy areas are nice. But the second you step out of the city limits of the tourist areas where the cruise ship drops you off or whatever, you're in a third world. And it is it is desolate. It is just, I mean, there's people begging for money. I, I've seen it, for maybe not to the Calcutta event that you have. But to have compassion for these people, it's admirable. It's understandable. It's human emotion. I had compassion for them. I'm like, man that sucks i feel so bad for these people but where the liberal left takes takes a turn on it is they make the compassion a cause they turn into bleeding hearts and try to solve every freaking problem and they get pissed off because they want the government to jump in and solve every single person's problem and that's how the country right. we can't gets destroyed we, we, we can't we can't do it no there's nothing we can do to help those people there's nothing. No. We 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 no. can uh, be nice. We can uh, uh, offer some level of federal aid that never gets to them because their governments keep the money, so that does nothing. Uh, send food, and then you know, how long has UNICEF been sending stuff to third world countries? We still have starving Africans, right? So that you know that that ten cents a day can feed a child for a week is bullcrap because. Uh, how many millions of dollars have been sent over and and you still have all that starvation and suffering and so uh, i don't i don't it's the human condition and and until we learn to unify uh, without borders and without races and without creeds and religions you're going to have this suffering and we're always going to have that and, and and until then i will be happy to maintain my bastion of existence in the red white and blue uh, uh, God bless America. But that's where your buddy started kind of taking a left turn, though, is because he started talking about, well, uh, basically, in a nutshell, uh, say we we need these people to come over here to do the, you know, uh, farm work and to do this, that, the other thing. That's how the food is affordable. And he actually said something to the effect of, you know, you stop them from coming over and I hope you enjoy paying $7 for a head of lettuce or something like that. I'm thinking to myself, not not for nothing, but um, I mean, that that's no excuse to leave borders open. And that's where it seemed like he was starting to head with that. You know, the border should be open so that our farms can thrive and this, that, the other thing. Listen, I don't want to pay seven bucks for a head of lettuce, but I want to make sure that our borders are secure. And if it means prices of certain products have to go up, you know what? It's the cost of safety. Let's let's accept that and say, you know what? It, it that's the way it's got to be. So he started heading in that direction, and then that's when I started kind of like backing out a little bit. Like, okay, I see this is going to get ugly. And again, if it was on any other page, New New York Times, I love trolling them. <laughs> USA Today, Hartford Current, or the Hillary Current, as I like to call it, I would have been still in this argument. But out of respect for you and out of respect for him, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I didn't I didn't I didn't see him being uh, somebody who is that left. I mean, uh, he loves his guns. Uh, he lives on a farm. I, I figured him to be more uh, centrist or, or even slightly right. Uh, and unfortunately, 
Uh, he wasn't and, and took some offense. And, and I talked to him on the side, too. And I was like, dude, he's just busting stones. You know, and then and then, of course, my brother, who's even more opinionated than you when it comes to certain things. Really? Oh, yeah. That's you and yeah, you and him, you and him be best buds with your 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 very, <laughs> very right right wing there. So <laughs> is he looking for a podcast? <laughs> well, yeah, actually, he, uh, he he might be. Uh, he's he, he counts himself as a libertarian, though. Oh. You know, he, he doesn't want to, because of the far-right extremism with the the religious right, right, the the moral majority, uh, he can't go on, on that far-right on, on the Republican side. He can't, he can't align himself right. with that. And I have, to, I have to respect that, right, because I'm, I'm that same way, too. If you're going to allow that, then you have to allow the people that want Sharia law, right? So you can't have right. the best of both. You can't denounce... This this radical Islamism, and and yet still say that the world is flat and man lived with dinosaurs because God created everything in seven freaking days, right? You get you can't have the both of them. Yeah, but this this isn't the Crusades, dude. There's not. I mean, there there's not. As no, no, much no, no. Hold on. Yes, this is the Crusades. Any violence. This is the Crusades. When it comes to. Well, no, I'm saying like Catholic, Christian, you know, the, the violence of that religion is far in the past. You know, they're opinionated. They get angry. I, I understand that. And I'm not sticking up for religion. I'm not I'm not like alt right. One of my friends called me alt right and he was pissed off at me about some, a, a post I made a couple months ago. I'm not alt right. There are things on the Republican ticket on the right that I don't agree with. Um, that, that I, they actually kind of put me off and we've discussed things like that in the past. I'm not overly religious. I'm, I'm barely religious. I guess you could say the whole abortion thing. There's so many different, uh, issues that the right really take hold of and, and march for and really kind of push out there that I'm, I'm not on board with, you know, but at the same time, there's practice, there's not a lot on the left that I can really like grasp onto and say yeah man they got a point no i mean there's there's some some leftist things that that you know if they're just center they're just left of center uh such as uh helping people by giving them a hand up not a hand out but a hand up so like when when bubba had the idea for a workforce a work workfare instead of welfare back in uh, uh 90s that was a great idea, right? You want welfare? That's fine. We're going to put you to work, and you're going to get paid through welfare for going to work. And you're going to learn a job trade, and you're going to learn to get yourself off of welfare. Well, once all the people that were getting welfare said, that, well, that's not fair. You can't force me to work. They abandoned that principle. So that's where the failures of the left really started becoming exacerbated because if they had stuck with it, that would have been something to hang their hats on, almost like FDR's big deal, you know, where he turned the country around back then. Uh, Bubba could have had that same thing, and nobody would have cared about the stains on the blue dress if, if he had been able to stick that through, because then he would have been uh, arguably 
the the greatest president for the second half of the twentieth century, and instead he's an asterisk. He's a he's a footnote. He's a joke because of that failed policy, and then the, and the other Clinton scandals that came about, uh, not just because of him, but because of his wife as well. So there's parts that the left have done that mean well. But because they're so wrapped up in uh, uh, all these causes that they they draw attention away from the good that they can do, you know, and and um, like like Jeff Daniels had said in his monologue in in uh, Network uh, that the the movie, you know, if if liberals were so friggin' great, why do they lose all goddamn time, right? That be, you know, their ideas are, are decent in some aspects of it, but when you dig down deep into it, uh, the backstory of them just doesn't hold water, and it just they fall apart, and this is why they lose every election. Yeah. So you know, uh, I agree. Now, now the, the the problem is going forward for next year for midterm elections, the Republicans are facing huge upheaval right now of resistance. A because the the left coast and the northeast are telling the rest of the country what to think and they're starting to listen and second because of the media exploiting false information about the uh, uh, American Health Care Act uh, the the Trump care uh, where uh, they're trying to eliminate some of the high cost and ineffective provisions of Obamacare uh, where they claim 24 million people are going to lose uh, their coverage, which is uh, not true. Uh, <clears throat> what's going to happen is that they're going to try to force younger generations to actively participate in health care, uh, but they're going to get rid of that individual mandate so you don't have to pay a fine for it. But the uh, they also want to uh, charge higher premiums for pre-existing conditions, which really should be the way it is, right? A 22-year-old just starting his first job shouldn't pay ridiculously high premiums because somebody who has a pre-existing condition coming onto the plan uh, wants to pay the same low amount. You're a higher risk. Insurance is all about risk. It's not about guaranteeing money for anything. It's about managing risk. Uh, the, the insurance companies have to take those premiums and invest them in the stock market. That's that's how they make money in order to cover these things. They don't make their money off of premiums. You, you, when you think about it, you pay, f- what, $300 a month on average, $300, $400 a month for a single person uh, buying um, uh, just the bronze package, as they call it, health insurance, right? So that's $4,000 a year. Now, according to Obamacare, you have unlimited coverage, which means that regardless of what sickness you get, what disease you get, it could run into the tens of millions of dollars. You're still going to pay $400 a month. There is no way an insurance company can return on investment for that $400 a month. You're talking it's $4,800 a year they get from one person. In a person's lifetime, if they were to stay on that same insurance plan for 40 years, right? 40 years times $4,000 a year. That's $40,000 every 10 years. That's $160,000 over a working person's lifetime. 
there isn't enough investment. The, the, the stock market doesn't climb that much in order for an insurance company to recoup that money to pay tens of millions of dollars in claims on this one person. Now, do that for tens of thousands of people. This is why Obamacare failed. Because they didn't take into account the fact that insurance companies need to make money to pay for this. Yeah, but then here, but here's the problem: is then you get liberals, you get the liberal media, the news spins on it. They'll take choice words, put it out there, get everybody riled up, and pump fear into everybody. Now, I haven't done a lot of research on on this. Um, again, it's been a busy week, and I've kind of just backed myself away from news. But I've heard bits and pieces of what this healthcare plan is, and just like what you said, you know. Uh, oh, the pre-existing, they're going to have to pay higher premiums. Good. Okay, cool. But so my wife comes up to me the other day and I guess if uh, she was a little nervous about it. Cause now here's the thing on my Facebook. Uh, I don't know. I have like a hundred and something friends now. You know, I, I don't go out. Ooh, yay! Kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I would say probably 90 plus percent of them are like minded individuals as myself, um, which is kind of hard to find. But she's got like, you know, in the hundreds of, of Facebook friends and a lot of them are liberal. A lot of them, which is why I ended up having to get my own Facebook is because I was pissing everybody off. But uh, she's she's neutral. I know which way she leans. But she doesn't flaunt it. She doesn't get into the political stuff. She doesn't, you know, she, she's more of the posting pictures of the pets and the kids and, you know, what all the other girl ladies on Facebook do. But a lot of the, her friends were posting stuff about this health care plan and freaking out about it. And they were doing exactly what the media does, what the liberal left media does, is they instill fear into people. Oh my God, look out, your premiums are gonna skyrocket. If you have a pre-existing uh, disease, illness, you're, you're in trouble, you're gonna get dropped, you're gonna this. So I'm sitting there watching TV a couple of days ago and she comes in and she goes, are we in trouble? And I says, uh, I don't know. We paid our taxes. Uh, DMV cancel our insurance. What the hell are you talking about? I'm like, what do you mean? Are we in trouble? And she says, I. Uh, she had her thyroid removed a couple years ago, so now she's on lifetime medication. She has to take medicine for the rest of her life, uh, one pill a day, the rest of her life. Um, so she's worried about the pre-existing illness clause. She's considered to have a pre-existing illness. She says, Are we in trouble? Does this affect us? I says, no, I says, not for nothing, but I get, you know, my insurance is through work. I said, my, of course, my premiums are going to climb with union of negotiations and whatnot. I mean, that's just the way it is. I mean, you know, premiums go up. I said, but we, this doesn't affect us. We're not, that's more affecting the people who are on state aid and who, who were forced into uh, getting health care through Obamacare you know, uh, blackmailed into it. Basically you get health care or you have to pay a fine. Those are the people that it's going to affect. Does it suck? Like you said? Yeah, sure. But that's the thing, you know, here she is, she's not paying attention and she's reading all these people's posts that are just panicking. They're all in such panic. And I, I can't understand why if they would just drop the bull crap, open up a, a, a news page or something and actually read into it and see what's there, 
the, you know, the fear would be a little bit less, but you get all these people, you know, one person having a thought is one thing, but when that one person gets a group of people together and they're all panicked, then it's all downhill, man. It's going to be a mess. What I love, what I love is the hypocrisy of the left. Okay. So one of the Republican senators, uh, oh, I'm sorry, one of the Republican congressmen, because it, uh, it passed the House version, right, came out and said, well, we didn't uh, fully read every aspect of it, uh, but we felt it was the right move, and that's why we voted on it. And immediately, every liberal in the world, everybody that is a Democrat, even Nancy Pelosi herself, which is why I call this the hypocrite, came out and said, how dare you pass something without knowing what it is? Oh, my God. Yeah. Let's rewind seven years ago when they asked Pelosi what was in Obamacare. And she says, I have no idea. We have to pass it before we can read it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. And 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 and, and I, you I saw it on the news feeds that she had said the same damn thing. How dare they pass something without knowing what's in it? Didn't you do the same damn thing? Same exact thing. So, you know, let's let's not call it. Now, I'm not saying that what that Republican senator, uh, congressman did was right. That's wrong. Okay. You, 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 your job is to know what you're passing. That's your job. That's what you're voted up there for. It's not to play patty cake with your constituents or the 22-year-old interns that are trying to make their name in the business. Your job is to know what is going on in the bills. The bills get presented. You read them. Whether or not your constituents would want that bill is how you vote. You know, you don't go, well, you know, I guess it's okay. F it. Just do it. Let's just push it through and see what happens. This isn't craps. We're not pitching pennies here, right? You, you got to know what the hell you're doing in both sides of the aisle. Because as soon as the, 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 the House Republicans voted to pass this, the, the, the House Democrats did what the Republicans did. They stood up and started singing, na, 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 hey, hey, goodbye, you know? And then this is what we're reduced to. This is the greatest democracy the world has ever seen, where we're singing songs at each other. Both sides of the aisle are, are as juvenile as kindergartners. I'm waiting for somebody to stand up, take the Senate president's hammer, bang it, and then stick his fingers in his ears and go, nana, nana freaking boo boo. You know, that's this is where we're at as a democracy. Yeah. And it's, 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 at times it's a joke. So you want to know why other countries laugh at us? You want to know why a socialist country like France, which just voted in a liberal president that's going to keep their borders open, despite the fact that Paris is now a garbage dump of refugee slugs, right? And, and they keep having all of these uh, terrorist attacks. But you know what? Let's keep it open. Let's just keep doing what we're doing because it'll eventually work out. What? Are we that stupid? I couldn't agree with you more, dude. Stupid? It's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. We, we are the laughing stock. And I'm not taking away from women's suffrage or any of the women's movement or anything like that. But a couple months ago, they're marching around Washington, D.C., dressed like giant vaginas. What kind of message are you are you putting forth dressing like a giant goddamn vagina? That That's, you, you know, you got people overseas opening up the newspaper and their front page and whatever newspaper they have is a picture of a woman 
dressed as a vagina. Wearing that pink is what cat ears out there, and they think they're doing something. And yeah, then the little, the little uh, uh, Pokemon, whatever pink hats they're wearing and stuff like that. Listen, I'm all for women's rights, a hundred percent for women's rights. They, they are just as equal as us, with the exception of the fact that they can't piss standing up unless they have a funnel or don't mind it running down their leg. That being said, they're marching in vagina suits. They're making us look like idiots. You know, and then you have somebody saying, well, women get paid 79 cents to every dollar a man makes. Bull crap. Bull crap. There's laws against that, plain and simple, that may have flown back in the 60s, 50s, earlier days. But today, there's just as many women. There's C- CEOs, there's senators, no, governors. You want to know? They're doing just, and you know what? If they didn't put up such a piece of crap for their Democratic presidential candidate, there quite possibly could be a female president. Right. There's no reason why there's not. Oh, you can't say misogyny. Well, she won. Well, okay, then why did Barry beat her back in 2008? What was the excuse then? Why did he beat her before? Because it was misogyny? No, it was just another candidate that won. But this time it's misogyny? That's bullcrap. If they didn't have such a piece of crap candidate, a, a thieving liar, just piece of garbage, maybe there'd be a female president right now. It is what it is. I'm all for a female president, just not that one. I want to see so this a, whole women's a f- movement thing pissed me off, dude. I want to see a female Republican run. Oh, I want to see the left yeah. go nuts. Well, yeah, but I mean, what, didn't that happen once? What's her name? Sarah Palin. That didn't work out so well, dude. No, well, no, no because it's Sarah Palin. Wasn't she? Yeah, she she was. I'd, I'd like to see, you know, in another 10, 15 years, somebody like Ivanka run, you know? Because right now neither side, right now neither side has got a viable woman candidate that could step up and go. I'm running for 2020. No one. Mm-hmm. I mean, they floated around uh, Michelle uh, Obama's name, and that would be a disaster. She has less experience yeah, than that, Barry. And Oprah. I mean, they've been floating some stupid name. Like, come on, seriously. But at the same time, to be fair, when they floated the name Trump, everybody was the same. Oh my God! Come on. I mean, Oprah know, could win. But, Oprah, Oprah could win. I'm telling you, if yeah, of course she can. She she could win. She'd probably have an easier time winning than Hillary. Probably yeah, a self she has less scandals. Right, a self-made black billionaire woman. Right, the the not only a woman billionaire who who started off as a bit reporter on a TV station in Chicago, uh, and 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 turned herself into a media mogul. So, but she'll never give up what she's given, what she's doing now. Anyway, she's you know, no, no. but you know what the thing that you know she's had her moments in the past. I really don't have much against Oprah. I really don't. Uh, she's been the butt of a lot of jokes since back in the married with children days. <clears throat> that being said, though, I know there's been a time or two where she's played the race card and she's played the misogyny card. And that that irks me a little bit. But if it was, you know, this past election, if it was her versus Trump, there's a better than average chance she would be sitting in the White House right now. Yeah. You know, so it's got nothing to do with misogyny. It's got nothing to do with that whatsoever. It has everything to do with the person and their moral credibility. And Hillary had none, none whatsoever. So she lost. 
she she could sit here and try to come up with any excuse that she wants to as far as i'm concerned it's all blowing hot air out, out into the air it's just crap yeah but they're trying to make sure that they can rig the election in the future there's 11 states now that have voted to force their delegates for the electoral college to vote for whoever wins the popular vote yeah see then they might as well just do away with the electoral college altogether well they all the all the the states just might as well not even bother showing up to vote just leave it up to california leave it up to new york leave it up to detroit don't even bother holding an election anymore then well that's you know if they reach enough states where 270 electoral votes are guaranteed to be going to the winner of the popular vote then yeah then the election's done there's no need for it anymore yep just like we're damaged then then basically everywhere in america that's not a metropolis like a a metropolitan type of area have no say population is going to be forgotten about yep it's just going to go go to the freaking wind you want to see you want to see a civil war happen then Oh, yeah. What are they going to fight with? What are the liberals going to fight with? Dildos and bongs? Bring a civil war. Go for it. No, you're you're going to be on the losing end. Haven't you seen, uh, what's his name, Dragon Lord from the Cleveland Antifa? No. no. Oh, yeah, he's all over Facebook. People are trolling him. Oh, you would have fun trolling this guy. Oh, it's, it's, oh, you're going to have to send me a link. Oh, yeah, this guy's a joke. He shows up with his face wrapped up in uh, one of these scarves, and we need to stop the fascists. You know, these Antifas, oh, yeah, they are the epitomization of, of fascism. I mean, do they, do they not even know the meaning of the word? Well, you know what? Kids nowadays, they don't. They have no idea what vocabulary is. They, a dictionary. If you can't Google it, they have no idea what it is. Yeah. I got into an argument online this past, uh, it was a little, it was about a week ago. Oh, first off, I'm shocked. um, What? I'm shocked. Yeah, be shocked. Every time I open Facebook, I'm on an argument like two seconds later. But I I opened it up and I I completely forgot. I'll have to like search my my past history to find out what, what pissed me off that made me start writing and trolling. But somebody, they were talking about the protesters. That's what it was, all the different protesters and stuff. And somebody else had comment, commented, oh, you mean the paid thugs that they brought in and this, that, the other thing. And uh, one person commented that they're, you know, they're covering their faces. You know, if they're so proud of their cause, why cover their faces? And people were actually coming to their defense, uh, you know, for covering their faces. So that's when I got bent. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, they're covering their faces kind of like the Democratic coward KKK used to cover their faces. Cowards. That's what it is, cowards. And I got into a whole heated back and forth about that. Why are you covering your face? Listen, if you're proud of something, be proud of it. Right. Embrace it. Whether it's right or wrong, good or bad, if it's something you're proud of, embrace it as you. You know, these cowards that used to wear the white hoods and, you know, with the little eyes cut out looking like ghosts. What, the Dixie Democrats? You're a bunch of cowards. Power in numbers. Take the hood off. Show who you are. Show what kind, you know, be proud of being a piece of crap. You know, all these thugs that were putting the bandanas over their faces and throwing rocks through Bank of America's window and all this other stuff. Show your face, you pansy. What What are you afraid of? What are you hiding from? cowards yeah that's why up in massachusetts they were forcing them to take the masks off or be arrested 
So their their faces yeah. were exposed. Oh, they didn't like that yeah. one bit. No. You got all these, I'm not trying to go on a rant, but then you got all these liberal, uh, you know, who was it? Ann, uh, Ann Coulter. Um, God, I can't yeah, remember her name. Yeah, Ann Coulter. Uh, yeah, that's the one. She was supposed to speak, I believe it was at. Berkeley. Uh, she was going to Berkeley again. Yeah, Berkeley. Where? The same place Berkeley, that yeah. Milo was uh, banned from. Yeah, and they're they're trying. They were, you know, uh, there was a post about they had to cancel it because they could not ensure her safety, and that irked me. So I got on, and I'm like, well, if the left is so uh, accepting of everybody and so tolerant and so peaceful and loving, why would you have to fear her for her safety? Where's the fear coming from? Why? But it's the fact that she's saying something that they don't like. So instead of just not going. They want to shut it down and make sure nobody can hear it. It's disgusting. That's why they lose elections. That's why, like uh, Jeff, what's his name, said, that's why they lose so goddamn often. It's because they are just absolutely hypocritical. Yep. And that's what, uh, you know. Eh. Well, no, I mean, you know, the free speech is only free if it's in their uh, shape. You know, you're not allowed a differing opinion. And that's that's where their arguments fall apart. That's where you can't have a good argument with a liberal where it turns into a name calling match because uh, they can't defend themselves with logic. In fact, they uh, work solely off of emotion. So if you want to look at it, uh, liberals are the evil lords of the Sith. We're going to go with Star Wars theme here. Uh, they have the red lightsabers and, and uh, people who deal with logic and remove feelings from their uh, and emotions from their discussions are the Jedi. They're the good guys. So you have your evil left and your, your uh, hopefully moderate centers as the good guys. And of course, the alt right are uh, just as bad. They might as well give them red lightsabers, too, uh, because they're stupid. Uh, <laughs> well, where, where does that freaky little frog looking Yoda fit in there? Where is he? Well, you know, it would be it would be one of the good guys because he, he, you know, it's all about logic and and uh, 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 truth. You know, it's not about running he off of seemed, emotions. He seemed wicked hippie though. See, you here you go judging people by how they look again. <laughs> it's not you know. It's not the fact that he's wearing tattered You're, like you know hippie clothes. Or oh, anything. so now he's it's poor, just, right? So mentality. now let's once again let's let's bash the poor because he's grown up in a place that he can't be taken care of by his government, oh. huh? Please. He was a freaky, wasn't he like a Jedi master? Couldn't he have transported himself to Tatarine or whatever the hell? Oh, he just, the island. He just, he was, he was living simply. He did not need the material possessions. He was a hobbit for Christ's sake. He was living in a swamp. (laughs) That's all it was. And uh, while he was working on draining it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what else is going on, brother? I mean, we went on a, a 50 minute tirade here. Dude, I'm just, uh, you know, between it's all the same stuff, man. It's teaching the boy to drive and and uh, just uh, the lease is signed. Hold on. So the lease is signed. So we we officially have uh, now signed on uh, to the new house down here. Uh, that is a done deal. Nice. Now, when do you move in? So the middle of June is when I take possession of the keys. 
uh, and then I can start piecemealing some stuff because we need uh, some living room stuff and uh, uh, some odds and ends like that before the the truck comes down. So, but we're working on you know I still have negotiate some deals with him because he wants me to maintain the yard, but the yard right now is all dust and weeds. So if he wants me to maintain the yard, I'll plant grass and stuff, but he's got to allow me to put a pool in for the kids, you know. So it's it's the art of the deal, as our president would say. So, uh, yeah. but other than that, now, I mean. when are you coming back? Up, aren't you supposed to be coming back up to Connecticut uh, at the beginning of like June or something like no, that? No, I'm actually, it's, uh, uh, it's, let's see, uh, two weeks from Thursday, uh, we'll be on a plane back up to Connecticut. So I'll be back up there. I'll be landing at about 11.30 at night on Thursday the 25th. And then uh, my daughter's got her junior prom on Friday the 26th. Uh, I get to give uh, Paulette some special attention on the 27th. And then I'm back on a plane on the 28th. Okay. Well, we'll have to, yeah, all right. Yeah, uh, between between Zesty sessions, we're going to have to get together for a little bit. Yeah, I'm off the 25th and 26th, but I got to work the 27th and 28th. But I mean, if you guys want to, you know, catch up and do a dinner or something like that, and we can crawl down into my little hovel, bring your yeah. laptop just yeah. in case. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'm on uh, that Friday is uh, other than uh, putting Allison in uh, prom dress and, and driving her to Waterbury. That's uh, pretty open. So, I mean, I got to help pack some stuff. I got to pack stuff in the garage that she can't do and stuff like that. So I could always come by and hang out, you know, and help me with some manual labor. You lazy bastard. <laughs> Dude, I'm in, I listen, man, I'm not, I could sweat. I'm good with that. Listen, I don't, sun's out, guns out. I don't want to make the whole neighborhood jealous looking at me working out in the backyard and stuff like that. But I'll do what I got. I'll do my part. It's like your sun's I'll out, glares out, Daddy. You a bold light bulb, remember? That's... <laughs> but I send you that. Uh, as long as you got some sunscreen, bro, I'm I'm freaking good. Man. I don't know if like, Walgreens has got that much in this. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. got to make our own concoction. <laughs> Smear myself with Crisco. <laughs> uh, no, no, that's. Uh, you know, you just put a picture in my mind, and you probably haven't seen this movie either. Striptease with Demi Moore and uh, Burt Reynolds. It's about a 20-year-old movie. He plays a senator who likes to slather himself up in Vaseline. <laughs> Just walk around in Vaseline. Really? Yeah. He said there's no better oh, feeling than so walking around with fresh Vaseline between your toes and cowboy boots. It's <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> when you say slather yourself up in Crisco, man, it just, oh. <laughs> Dude, when I was when I was down in South Carolina a couple of weeks ago, we went to Hilton Head to the beach, and one one day we went there. It was freaking brutal. I mean, it was just hot out, and the sun. I mean, it was just, but it was beautiful weather. But you know, coming from a little bit of a chilly environment, just getting thrust into the humidity and heat of of Southern South Carolina, it was brutal. So it was a great day to go to the beach and we go there and the place is freaking packed and there's just people everywhere. And we, we found our little spot and we set up our stuff. Now I'm usually very observant to people that are in my surroundings. You know, I'm a people watcher, even though I'm not a big fan of people, especially if they're wearing thin bikinis, what's that? Especially if they're wearing thin bikinis. Yeah. There there was, there was a few Uh, of those, uh but I, I was, 
kind of just zoning out, just trying to find our our niche, our little area to hang out. And we get all of our stuff set up. And I go to sit down just to start, you know, relaxing. And I look to my left, and I wouldn't even say this guy was five feet away. But he must have been, I don't know, 90. At least his skin was 90. He might have been probably in his 50s or something like that. You know, had a very Italian look to him, you know. Big gold chain, hairy <laughs> chest, big big belly going on, and crisp like a Thanksgiving turkey. Like literally <laughs> the color of a freaking turkey. And just sitting there, and you can, and he was glistening. And I had a hard time deciphering, is that sweat or is he oiled up for the, for the long run? I mean, he literally looked like you could just go up and, like, you know, cut a wing off of him and sit down and have a freaking meal. Dude. Some deep-fried like, guinea. I, me, again, I'm Irish, dude. I burn, but this Italian fell over here. I'm like, he's he's got it going on. I'm like, Connor, take a look at the turkey. Take a look at the human turkey over here. imagine me being that tan? No. Then you'd call me like uh no. Dave Cheeto or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that, you know. <laughs> El Dark Saito. So Yeah. Real oh, quick, I wanted to what go ahead, what? Go ahead. No, no, no. no I was gonna tell you speaking of dark side, but no no no. No, please, because I no, it's a long story. It's a long thing I want to get into. It's gonna be another political discussion. What do you got? Oh. Well, I was just gonna tell you you I got freaked out the other day. I went to, I've been, as I told you, I've been working on my blazer for the last, I don't know how many freaking years, but I, I ordered a part and uh, I ordered a new fuel injector for it, figuring that would help take care of the misfires, which I installed tonight and it, you know, didn't take care of it. Gave it a little more pep though, but still has troubles. But I go to uh, Advance Auto Parts here in, in Bristol, down on Route 6, and I'm standing there. I go in, I go in and I'm standing there in line waiting and there's a guy behind the counter and he keeps like eyeballing me. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, Oh, game on, dude. What do you want? Some of this, <laughs> yeah, you, you're looking at me. I started getting like De Niro, like you looking at me, looking, you know, I'm like, what the hell is this guy eyeballing me for? So I get up to the counter and it was somebody else that was helping me. And he was standing next to this person and the guy's like, Oh, Hey, can I help you? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm ordering a part, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, the guy's face kind of lit up a little bit. And he looks at me and he goes, you're Dark Side Dave. And I, I, it freaked me out, dude. I looked at him and I'm, I said, excuse me? He goes, I met you a bunch of times, man. And I'm like, uh, uh, what? And he's like, oh, my God, back during you know, Radio 104 Fest and all this other stuff. And you, me and you hung out and we did that. And I'm, and, and I'm like, now at this point, I started kind of like withdrawing <laughs> into myself. You know, I was like starting to get freaked out. But I'm like looking at this dude. He's, I don't know, in his early 30s maybe. And I'm thinking to myself, the show went off the air in 2002, September of 2002. How, uh, like, how old were you, dude? Were you listening as a fetus or something? I'm like, what the? <laughs> but it was like I felt so weird about it, dude. Like, you know, every once in a while, oh, you get the celebrity man does that. But it just like out of the blue at an auto parts store, this young fella, and he was like cool about it. He's like, oh, my God, cool, dude. Was, and I'm like, wow, that is freaky, dude. Freaked me. I almost just left the part there and ran out the door. And 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 yet you didn't plug us, right? What? You didn't, you didn't plug us and go, well, you want to listen to me? I'm back on the radio. No, I did tell him. I told him. I said, hey, dude, you should check it out. DNR Radio. I did. Oh, okay. I don't know if he actually like... I, his name is like Justin. 
Justin or Jared? It starts with a J. So we'll have <laughs> Jail to and see if there was any new views or not. But yeah, I don't I, no, I plugged him. I'm having a hard enough time myself trying to find our our recordings. You're gonna have to when you come up here, you're gonna have to Ow. give me a SoundCloud tutorial. The, 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 you got SoundCloud, you got TuneIn Radio, you've got uh well you you don't have iTunes, so No, <clears throat> I am not into that stuff. But you get uh you just oh god. Speaking of internet no. and getting stuff off of it. Uh, the stuff like we're doing right now, which is streaming video to each other or the ability to, to stream our show, uh, uh, out to the public in the future. Cause my brother just gave me the uh, heads up on another program that we could use that would work on Facebook live. Um, so our president is looking to repeal the net neutrality laws. Now what those are is that it leaves the internet and uh, everything on it on an even playing field. So you have some channels that are owned by some internet service providers, right? Like uh, you, you have uh, uh, Comcast has their own channel, and which is you know part of NBC and stuff like that. Uh, and then you have Netflix, which is completely separate. Uh, you have uh, uh, Time Warner, who owns Warner Brothers Studios and stuff like that. If... Trump gets what he wants, those service providers will be able to uh, slow down or block content that they don't want you to see because they want to promote their own. And that is why net neutrality is so important to maintain. And, and uh, you know, everybody wants that free internet, you know, the free equal access. There's no reason why Time Warner Cable or Comcast has a right to slow down Netflix or, or Amazon because uh, you they want you to buy their television station. They want you to watch their channels and not anybody else's. That creates an unfair advantage that's anti-capitalism. Right, that's almost a, a tyrannical dictatorship of uh, streaming uh, audio, video, uh, access to knowledge. I mean, the internet is supposed to be a, a digital database of everything that mankind has ever known or accomplished throughout its ever recorded history. And to have a company go, well, I like my version better, so I'm going to block everybody else's. That's not a. That's not American, right? B, it goes against everything that capitalism stands for, is allowing the competition to go out there and make a name for themselves and try to build the business instead of having a conglomerate dictate what you are allowed to watch, hear, or see. So uh, uh, there's there's a website that was uh, actually created uh, by, I think it was John Oliver, who's a comedian, has a show. Uh, it's called... Uh, 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 this last week tonight with John Oliver and I don't like the guy per se. I don't like his views. He's a British guy, very uh, liberal, but uh, on this, uh, whether you're liberal or conservative, you should be on uh, the same page when it comes to net neutrality. Uh, so the website that he created for you to be able to go and leave an opinion with the FCC is www.gofccyourself.com. That's www.gofccyourself.com. So many people hit that website over the past few days that the FCC 
website collapsed. It just completely shut down. Good. It could not handle the volume of people that were writing in. So if you enjoy listening to DNR, if you enjoy listening to any podcasts that are out there, if you enjoy your Netflix or you enjoy your Time Warner or your Comcast or whatever it is, you need to go out there and make sure that your voice is heard. Democrat, Republican, Libertarian. Right now, if somebody screws with my Netflix, I'm going to be pissed. I am. I found myself hooked on Netflix. There, there was a time in my life, and you may find this a little strange, people. The only thing I had on the internet, the only thing, and this is back before Facebook, the only thing I would go online for was two things: the obituaries and porn, and that was it. That was my 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 surfing for the day. I would look to see if I knew anybody that died, and then I'd go jerk off. <laughs> Not because they were dead, but just because that's because you were alive. Yeah, Monday. I had a great time. But now I'm like hook, line, and sinker into Netflix. Uh, uh, right now, I'm binge watching uh, Breaking Bad. Um, I, I know coming up this springtime. I don't know if you've ever watched it, but have you ever looked looked at House of Cards on Netflix? I have not. I want to. I have not though. Oh my god. Kevin Spacey is unbelievable. He is so good at that. He's, he plays a Democrat, which kind of like at first I was kind of like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to dig that so much. You know, they're going to be glorifying. But holy crap, is it a good show? Regardless of what side of the fence you lean on, dude, trust me. I think there's like three or four seasons out there now. And there's another season that starts uh i think in june is the is the next season and it might actually be the last one i think it's going to be the final season but it is such a good show it's unbelievable and if somebody screws with my netflix and i'm not able to watch it look out you think my trolling's bad now i'm gonna go freaking ballistic i will find the people responsible for it and i will choke them out my damn self the that's, that's a really good show the, the problem is that the people that are looking to do this are the people on your side of the aisle and that's that's the I well, like I like I said earlier though I don't agree with everything they do. Oh no, I don't. But this is why I'm saying this is why or this is the one thing that can un, unify this country is making sure that we can keep our porn easily available uh, as well as our Netflix. Right. So uh, yeah, gofccyourself.com is the shortcut because if you try to go to the FCC website. They've made it incredibly difficult for you to go leave uh, your your uh, opinion on these rules. So uh, yeah, you'd have a better chance of calling and getting somebody at the DMV than you would over with them. Yeah, I mean it used to be easy. Uh, they recently changed it and made it incredibly difficult. So gofccyourself.com gave you all the shortcuts and it goes right to the opinion page. So uh, there's another show on Netflix. Like, do you have Netflix <laughs> while you're down there? You I, do, right? I do. I have direct TV, so I can watch Netflix on my phone, on my laptop, everything. Okay. They, they, uh, uh last year, I mean, uh, there's the uh, Sam Elliott is in the one called The Ranch with Ashton Kutcher. I'm not a big fan of Ashton Kutcher, but that's actually a really cool show to watch. Um, and, and Netflix came out with another original. It's a cartoon. They came out with it a year ago. And they did like a pilot, six episodes, and they're only like 30 minutes each because it's a cartoon. But it's called F is for Family. If you get a chance, if you got a couple hours to kill and you just binge through it, holy crap, is that funny, dude. It takes place back in the 70s, 
And the entire time I'm watching this thing, I'm like, the main character, the father, is like my dad. He's like my old man. And I'm like, holy crap. So I'm like laughing my balls off, dude. That's supposed to start up again. That got renewed. So I think that's coming up again, like within the next month. Republicans, GOP, whoever the hell's out there, do not screw with my Netflix or else it's game on, buddy. Game on. It's coming. See an angry Irish fella. So that plus the cell phone porn. Yeah. Did you hear that one? Yeah, they're, they're going to try to charge you extra. They can't do that. That's going to. You want to access porn. Yeah. yeah. Like my cell phone's about to die. My cell phone's crapped. I've had it for two years. I've dropped it a million times. The vibrate function doesn't work. It keeps turning on. And it's just, it's a piece of crap. And I have to upgrade. So somebody I was talking to at work the other day says, I'll do it before they ban the porn. And I'm like, what well, time is Best Buy open? I'm there in the morning, dude. Yeah, like, they're talking about take that away from me. Char- the one 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 senator wants to charge extra. He's like, uh, we we need to make it like a vice charge, a uh, 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 surcharge for everybody. Uh, you have to declare whether or not you're gonna watch porn on your phone, and then there'll be a twenty dollar surcharge, uh, a one time fee for the uh, life of the phone. Oh, that's it. It's twenty dollars. No, I thought it was. Yeah, but I thought it was going to be like a monthly beat fee or something. You know. Well, it depends. It <laughs> depends know, on charge, like they do with nine one one service or something. You know, charge an extra couple bucks a month. It, it depends on uh, what what version gets gets passed. So, uh, <laughs> there's there's a yeah, it, that's not good. Not good at all. Oh, they need to leave that alone too, because you know, every once in a while, a guy gets a little frisky, you know. <laughs> Especially when you're sitting in a state 2,200 miles away from your uh, regular uh, 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 partner, for lack of a better term, and uh, all you have is your uh, ability you got- to self-express. <laughs> <laughs> Exfoliate. Yeah. I bet your phone is like the register at a Chinese restaurant. It's covered with cellophane, and stuff, <laughs> so nothing gets in the keys. Keep it in a baggie. <laughs> <laughs> it's the cream of some young Russ. <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for another episode of DNR Radio. Oh. Uh, Do you think they're going to charge to look up blue waffles? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, for Dark Side, this is Ross. We'll, we'll, I got to get the hell out of here. We'll catch you next week. Peace. <laughs>